0: welcome to discoveringcommunities.org and self-discovery media we are knowledge sharers the orchard of wisdom podcasts guide you on your journey to self-discovery with a library of knowledge from people who have lived it felt it and now share it do enjoy our next show and do come and visit discoveringcommunities.org to see what else we have for you Good morning, good afternoon and good evening everybody. Welcome to Discovering Communities where your self-discovery for our orchard of wisdom is always here. I'm your host Sarah Troy, hosting Sarah's View of Life. Well, I had to do it. I had to cover the pandemic. I had to look at what was going on. We are in a crisis at the present moment with the COVID-19. It is fast-moving It has a huge effect on people, and it's a killer to many vulnerable people. It's also crippled us as communities around the world. Businesses have come to a stop. Many, many uh, lives have been threatened um, financially. Uh, Governments are having to step up, and we're having to look at life in a totally different way. But common sense can prevail. There's a lot of confusion out there. And many think this is a one time thing. So I decided to gather some facts on what has been before and will most likely happen again. Perspective is needed here understanding, caution, common sense, and due diligence. So the World Health Organization has declared the novel coronavirus outbreak as a pandemic, shutting down the world. Canada had its first case January 25th. I believe we're at 600 and something now with 14 deaths. But is this something novel that's never happened before? No. The coronavirus is the next in line of pandemics. But the world diseases like the Spanish flu, Zika, cholera, smallpox, Asian flu, bubonic plague, Black Death have all weakened, havoc, wreaked havoc on societies and killed millions. Oh, it is unbelievable how many people have died in the past. The first recorded pandemic was in 430 BC, Athens, in Athens. And in 18, uh, 1918, the Spanish flu claimed a dark spot in the history books. 500 million people, that's a third of the world's population, was infected and 50 million people died. The Spanish flu was from 1918 to 20 and it claimed a hundred million lives. It's the worst considered in history. The Black Death claimed the lives of over 75 million in the 14th century. Now, most of these pandemics were fast spreading and a lot of it was due to hygiene. People were not washing their hands. They didn't have the running water that we have today. And here's a note for you folks. 1.5 1.5 billion people around the world still do not have running water or toilets. 1.5 billion. This is something that we need to rectify. So if you are in a society where washing hands is not promoted, hygiene, uh, no toilets, um, bacteria floating everywhere, on surfaces, uh, people coughing and spluttering at each other, yes, it's going to travel very fast. So the plague of um, just Tiana, uh, 541, the black death in 1346, 1350, cholera, 1899 to 1923. The Spanish flu, 1918 to 1920. The Asian flu, 1957 to 58. This is the one that got me. I was a healthy two year old and now I have asthma for life. They nearly lost me. Hong Kong flu, 1968, 69 avian flu 2009 and of course we had the SARS in 2014. So you know some of the viruses come from animals but really spread to humans but in this case it looks like the coronavirus has come from the exotic eating of animals in China and has passed this virus on. Some have said it's them looking for a vaccine for the coronavirus which is Uh, you know, a flu that the Chinese people get and it went wrong. Of course, there's the conspiracies out there that this is an elimination of the population. And whatever it is, it's growing and it's moving fast. I've been saying this for absolutely years. The universe is shaking us up because they want us to waken up so that we can step it up and change it up. It is time for action and an embracement of all humanity for we are all are part of the human race. The influenza pandemic, if it were to emerge today, these would be the problems that would arise. More people, <coughs> no, nope, I don't have the virus, folks, it's allergies. <laughs> more people today are internationally mobile and they're more likely to live in cities than in the past, factors which increase the risk of the virus spread. Faster communication increases the risk of panic and the chance that people may be infected in travel in an attempt to escape the disease, potentially making, taking the virus with them. We have seen this. It can take months or years for a vaccine to become available and medical facilities will be overwhelmed as we're seeing right now. And there could be a shortage of perso- personnel to provide uh, vital community services due to both the demand and the illness. You know, um, we've seen some countries step up very quickly, we've seen other countries not. Um, We've seen a total and utter disregard for the very sensible rules of six foot distancing, constant washing of hands, especially if you touch your face. This is a fluid-based disease. It comes from the mucus. It is a mucus that solidifies in the lungs And it doesn't allow air or uh, medicine to go through. So one of the precautions that you can take is to gargle regularly with either vinegar, lemon, or salt water. It's definitely you want to get it to the back of the throat because that is where the mucus starts to thicken. Drinking a lot of hot fluids because the virus doesn't like hot. So drinking warm fluids constantly keeps your mucus fluid. Washing hands, constantly washing the services that you are touching especially if they're shiny like computers handles doorknobs toilet flusher um you know wash handle all of those services need to be washed down regularly and just being mindful of this folks i mean we're not sending anyone out to war here to die we're asking people please to prevent death by staying home, by keeping the distance and also by being common sense or keeping everything washed. We can get through this. And when we're looking at the death toll right now around the world with the uh, coronavirus, it is far, far less than we have seen of anything else. And, you know, if common sense prevails, we will get through this with very few deaths. Now, SARS is uh, caused by a coronavirus has become close to generating a pandemic in recent years. And, uh, you know, the government prevented the disease from becoming more localized. Um, SARS has been eradicated. However, it may return. Another disease is MERS. It's also a matter of concern, although a number of cases have been very relatively small and um, Uh, you know, only 2,494 reported since 2012 and 2019. Now the influenza, which is, uh, you know, a more aggressive flu, can kill up to 49,000 people a year. And, you know, we don't see this as a pandemic because we've become very nonchalant on the way that we look at colds and flu. Now, if everybody, when they got a cold and flu, stayed home for the first two or three days to get over the worst of it you know the real sneezing and snotty and feverish that time not only would they not infect everyone else but they would also get better a lot quicker but we've come into a society that says we need to take a pill and suck it up and go back to work and now we're spreading it around and for the vulnerable it can go into influenza and this is um this is you know something that uh really can really, really grow if we do not pay attention. Now there are some flu remedies. Stay at home, avoid contact with other people if possible, keep warm and rested, consume plenty of liquids and healthy foods, avoid alcohol, stop smoking as this raises the risk of complications. And uh, you know, have chicken broth, herbal teas, vitamin supplements and rest, rest, rest. As I said, you'll get over this much, much quicker. The keeping six feet away from anybody else, especially when they cough and sneeze, when you cough and sneeze, cough and sneeze into your arm or into a tissue, a hanky. A healthy individual can pass the virus on a day before they themselves have symptoms. In other words, it's possible to pass on the flu before you know you have it. An infector can transmit the virus up to five to seven days after symptoms appear. The reason why they're saying 14 days is that you can be contagious before you know you have it and when you start showing the symptoms, you can be contagious at least seven days after it, but they want the 14 days to be completely clear and also for you to get over it if you are going to get over it. People with weakened immune systems like older people, people with lung problems like myself, young children may pass on the virus uh, for longer than this. Flu is most contagious in the third to fourth days and the symptoms of the coronavirus and the flu are very, very similar. But in actual fact, you might actually feel worse with the flu, with shivers and, and uh, fevers. With the coronavirus, you may not get that, um, but most certainly you'll know when it's hit your chest because the congestion is terrible. There is a map here of the spread of coronavirus um, as when it was put out, but it's growing all the time. It's a respiratory problem, and, you know, it kind of comes from the SARS. Uh, Dr. Alison McReer, a clinical scientist with uh, Siena Health uh, Systems in Toronto, said SARS-CoV-2 probably started showing up in China in November 2019. The World Health Organization say Chinese officials first reported the cases of pneumonia with an unknown cause to the WHO country officer in December 31st of 2019. Although using soap to thoroughly cleanse the hands it's best if a sanitizer if you can use that. Go for the hand sanitizer that has 70% alcohol. So how does this spread? Spreads from person to person through small droplets from affected person's mouth or nose. If you get the virus on your hands this virus doesn't affect you through the skin It has to be transmitted to your eyes, mouth, and nose. And how many times a day do we touch our face? We have no idea how many times we touch our face. It could be 50, 70 times a day because we're so used to just doing it, we don't know. This is why the hand washing constantly needs to be in practice. And you know what? Wash your face as well while you're at it. Should we stop piling on toilet paper and food? Well, for a quarantine basis of 14 days, yes, get what you need to keep you going and prescriptions and medicine and food and everything else. Stocking up for Amageddon? No, because now you're causing a shortage for everyone else and it's causing a panic. And we are going to have manufacturing and delivery delays um, because of the virus. So please, you know, be sensible, don't be gouging, you know, take what you need. 14 days, that gives them time to restock piles. So what is the, the symptoms? fever, cough, difficulty breathing, pronoma, uh, pneumonia in both lungs. What happens if you get affected? Well, you stay at home. And it has the outlines here where you can flatten the curve. I've got a link to it here on the blog. What is the next virus? Uh, we don't know, but it may come out of the COVID-19. And they say it will spread around the world and burn itself out. It will spread around the world where there will always be uh, low transmission, level 12 transmissions. It was spread globally and eventually integrates itself into colder seasonal viruses like the influenza virus. So there is no vaccine from right now. <coughs> the bottom line is with social distancing, washing hands, washing services, clothes and foods, support each other, keep upbeat, Do not give in to fear, but ignite common sense and mindfulness. We will prevail, not only healthy, but mindful uh, of our practices and what we can do to change things. Now, I wrote a a blog, Viral Awakening, and it was my perspective on the virus. I look at everything in life as an invitation. Even the darkest of days is an invitation to find the light. You know, we're seeing nature right now in Venice with the dolphins and animals coming out on the street and walking around because there's less traffic and less people. You know, it's their turn. We're seeing less pollution because we're not out there polluting all the time. We're seeing an awful lot of benefits coming out of this. (coughs) No folks, I don't have it. I just have allergies which causes my asthma to flare up. We've learned a very valuable lesson in cleansiness the simplicity of washing our hands can save lives. We've seen the negative impact on this planet with our pollution and our cars and our industries. We've had to wake up to the fact that we the humans are indeed the true virus on this planet and that we have to stop being so nonchalant and entitled and realize that we created this mess and we can change it if we are willing to clean up the mess. So I say it's a time for us all to come together as one to eliminate this virus. Not only this one, but the virus of hate, fear, disconnection. Let us reach out to each other, the gift of the internet in ways that are safe and inviting to support each other through the viral period. I wish everyone well and connected. We have this wonderful thing called a phone, um, FaceTime, uh, Zoom, um, in video, grams whatever they are but we have to thing called the internet and it allows us to reach out and talk to people in the old days you know people would be sick and no one would hear about it until they got a letter saying their families had died right now wherever your family is in the world and i've got family in the uk i have family on the mainland i have family here on the island i have family in toronto at least through the social medias and internet and emails and, and messaging we can keep in touch with each other and keep each other's spirits up high because that's what we have to do right now. We will come out of this stronger in spirit and body in mind and in action for actionism is needed right now. And that is one of planning the lives uh, to live our lives in a more respectful way in all aspects of our lives. We've got to stop being the virus on this planet You know, there's always solutions. And this has been a real wake-up call for all of us. We didn't pay much attention to the SARS. It seemed to kind of only affect so many people, although it was deadly. But we are, you know, paying attention to the COVID virus. And there's a lot of fake information out there. There's a lot of hysteria. There's a lot of um, blaming, you know, um, the Chinese or anybody else. And the whole point is, is we are all to blame somebody posted today oh we all carry some virus inside of us who cares you know uh, just go and live your life and for me that's disrespectful because by you keeping your distance by washing your hands by not touching services i mean it'd be great if you wore plastic gloves or gloves when you go to the um, grocery store so that whatever you may have in your hands you're not transmitting plus you're not picking anything up from anybody else's hands Coffee into your sleeve or um, tissue, and just being respectful because while you're out there saying, Oh, it doesn't matter, you know, we've all got it, there are people dying. And of course, there's this awful thing about there that grannies are willing to die for the economy hollowed a crab. Yes, the aged and infirmed are the ones dying the most, but we're seeing young people die now. And it's obviously through weakened immune systems. And people who choose to drink a great deal or are on drugs have a weakened immune system. So when this hits them, it's just as deadly. So let's wake up, folks. Let's be considerate. Let's be understanding. Let's know our facts, okay? There have been pandemics before, but never have we had the information or the governments around the world coming together at the same time saying, You know, we need all to come together. We're going to support you. Nobody's going to be thrown out in the street. People are going to receive money for their rent and for food. And that, if everybody steps up and does their part, we can get through this quickly. It could be over as as soon as a month if everybody stepped up right now in the isolation and in the respect of, of hygiene and cleansiness. We could see this diminish. You know, in a month, we could start seeing an awful lot of difference. And by the end of May, we could see the obliteration of it. Remember, it doesn't like heat. So as the weather warms up, it's going to start killing the virus. And it will peter itself out. But it will also grow if we ignore, if we are selfish and ignore the guidelines. Here, I love the Italian president, uh, Prime Minister He is busy yelling at people, you know, there's going to be firebombs in the street if you're out there, you know, stop playing ping pong. I believe in another country they have lions roaming the street to keep people inside. And of course other countries have the armies and, you know, that can be very fearful for people. So the armies need to make sure that they don't come on intimidating, but more helping. There are a lot of people that can't get to grocery stores. So, If you know of those people, offer your help, please. This is a time to come together. This is a time for us to wake up, shake up, step up, change it up. And out of this, When this is all said and done, what practices can we change? How can we change our buying habits, our consuming habits, our wasteful habits, our disregard and disrespect for each other and this planet? How can we, wake up and grow up from this experience. So there's a blog here, which I've just literally copied and paste from the Washington Magazine and and a few other areas which just kind of explains all the pandemics. Just briefly, the numbers of people that have died in the past from them and how, as it stands right now, the numbers around the world are extremely low for a global pandemic. When you think 75 million we've won, 50 million with another 100 million with another and especially back in those days 100 years ago that was <laughs> enormous that was like 60 percent of the population so of the world so this is a one that we can heal from many many people are healing so let us be supportive and let us look at it even if you do get it folks you know if you've got a um a humidifier if you haven't the good old-fashioned Vicks on the chest and Vicks in the water with hot water with the towel of your head and breathing it in to keep your channels open that's the most important thing nose throat you know keeping it open so you can breathe so that's the most important thing all right so let's be there for each other and let's care right care and kindness we're seeing people putting up songs and reading stories and being supportive of each other out there on the internet. We don't need trolls. We don't need the negatives. We don't need the, the hate. We just aren't interested in it. We're interested in everybody stepping up and being nice to each other because that's how we get through this. We are all in the same boat. Everybody has had the income tapped at the present moment. Everybody's in the same straight. But we can get through this. So let's be there for each other. Wash those hands. Wash your face. Wash your clothes. Warm drinks. Gargle. And prevent. Okay? And if you do get it, my blessings and love with you, please follow the guidelines that you need to do in order to keep that mucus from congealing. You don't want that because that's when you simply can't breathe. So keep your mucus fluid with hot liquids and constant washing all right take care everyone i'm here for you bye for now we hope that you enjoyed the show do visit us at www.discoveringcommunities.org and see all the other wonderful shows that we have on our orchard of wisdom on self-discovery and do check out our mentors with all the wonderful services they have for you until next time